This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Welcome back to Road to Retirement. I'm your host, Chris Anselmo, and today joining me is Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? I'm doing great, uh, Chris. A great, great week, actually. Looking forward to, of course, being here with you doing the show each week. We have a lot of fun uh, joking around uh, on the show and uh, during the breaks and uh, before and after the show. Uh, it is a lot of fun, and I know you always have some wisdom to impart on us. So what are you talking about today? We were talking about uh, things you need about, like rolling over your IRAs or your 401k or your retirement plans to make sure you do it right because uh, we've seen a lot of mistakes in this area and they're and it's very costly to do it wrong so I thought we'd, we'd go over some of the, the tax rules and uh, uh, what's going on with all these different retirement plans so sure yeah I mean people shouldn't leave their 401ks after they retire they don't want to leave their 401k at their work they need to put it into some type of retirement <clears throat> fund or put it into something where they can create an income from it. And so I think that's a good conversation to have. How do you move that money uh, efficiently and effectively without making any mistakes? And I know there's a lot to make and we'll dig into that. But uh, Chris, have you been pretty busy over there at Brookside Tax and Financial? Oh, yeah, we're really busy. I know a lot of people just think we do taxes, but uh, taxes is part of it. But we we stay busy the whole year. So uh, my, my calendar's full. So uh, which I'm grateful for. So but uh, we just yeah. keep plugging along. So Oh, that's awesome. So now, uh, you know, my wife and I, we both have 401ks and sure. eventually, eventually we're going to retire, uh, you know, uh, not uh, that far down the road, but a little bit yet. Okay. So, um, so, but what do we do with those 401ks? Uh, okay. We need, there's a lot we need to know, right? Right. So a few things for the listeners out there, um, Understanding that there's plans that are employer plans, which are like 401ks, 403bs when you're with a, a, a governmental entity or maybe a SEP IRAs, all these type of plans that are company-based plans. So when you're at the company, you're contributing and maybe even your uh, employer is helping contribute to that plan. So that's the company-based version. Then when you uh, are ready to retire, we generally say you should move it out of the company plan and put it into your individual retirement account and that's you know that's how the IRA the, the acronym for the IRA is your individual retirement account so so uh, but first of all while you're working you know you can move between 401k plans so Tony if you had an older job and and uh, you had a 401k left there and now you're where you're at today and you, and you you want to bring your your money to your new plan you could you could do a custodian transfer. So the, the, the old 401k plan sends the money directly over to your 401k plan. And um, the issue there is we want to make sure that it's what we call a direct rollover. So let's say your your old plan was at Vanguard and your new one's at Fidelity. We want Vanguard to send the money to Fidelity without you touching it. Okay. 
two reasons. One, if you touch it, it's going to be taxable. Uh, two, uh, if they send it to you, you have this 60-day rollover rule, but they have to withhold 20% of the money. So so let's say you're rolling over $100,000. They're only going to send you 80 and send 20 into the IRS. But when you go to roll it into your new plan, you only have 80, right? So unless you have uh, other money laying around, 20 grand laying around to make it 100 and make it whole, you're going to end up only rolling over 80 and then you're going to pay, paying tax on the 20 that they already sent to the IRS. So we want to make sure we, we, we do it. Ouch. Yeah. From custodian to custodian. So that's, that's um, one of the rules when you, when you have, when you're moving employer plans, we want to make sure we're, uh, we're doing it from employee, what we call custodian to custodian or trustee to trustee transfers. Uh, because, uh, you know, if you miss the, one, you, you have this 20, 20% withholding, plus if you miss the 60 days, it's all taxable, right? So it, it, we really don't want to do that. And um, No, that's that's a huge penalty to pay. Yeah. Uh, you want to be able to, to direct transfer it so it's uh, you don't have any tax implications or owe any taxes, right? Correct. So there's also you can transfer from IRA to IRA directly or indirectly. So the rule... Basically, on IRA transfers, and this got clarified a, a couple of years ago because one of us attorneys tried to be shifty about it. So the rule has always been: you're allowed one, one trans, one rollover. So the difference between a rollover and a transfer: a transfer is from, like we just talked about, went from Charles Schwab to Fidelity. That's a transfer. Okay, a rollover is when they send you the money and then you go. St- put it in another account. So, so for, um, listeners out there, that's distinctly a different thing. So, so let's say you took the money from your, your plan and your IRA plan you have, and you went from Schwab and and Tony takes the check and now he wants to go send it to Fidelity. Well, you're allowed to do one of those a year. Okay. Which the rule has always been that, but the way the IRS interpreted for years and years was, um, each individual rollover was one, right? But now, today, what happened basically is an attorney was trying to use the money. So, you know, you have the 60-day rollover. So you roll over one, hold the money for 60 days, roll over another one, hold the money for 60 days, 60 days, 60 days, 60 days. Basically, you had the money all year, right? So the, uh, so the IRS said, uh, no, that's not what it was intended to be. And the, and the real rule was you only allowed one a year anyhow. So now they, they said, look, you could do it once. You can't do it. So if you have five IRAs, you can't take all five checks and roll them over, right? You got to do them trustee to trustee. So we want to make sure you Right. You, you don't do want to do the, the method where you get a check and then you have to deposit it or send it to, uh, you know, your IR, have a professional like yourself, put it in an IRA. The, the one with the check you want to avoid, right? Because that's right. when you get the withholding. That's when you could get penalties. Other th- dangers. There's a lot of dangers to that. So you want to do the direct transfer anytime you can, don't you? Correct. So the penalties are pretty uh, steep. So one, if you don't do it timely, you're going to have to pay all the tax. And then two, if you're not at least 59 and a half, I don't know where they get this half rule from, but 59 and a half <laughs> is, you know, Congress couldn't say 60, but um, 59 right. and a half, uh, you have to pay tax, right? And you have to pay a 10% penalty, an early withdrawal penalty. So we don't want to you know, get penalized if we if we can avoid that. So, Well, yeah, the 
that's really bad. If you take the money out before you're 59 and a half, isn't it like a 50% penalty plus the tax? No, no that is, uh, that, glad you mentioned that was good. Segway right into my next one. That's when you're like inheriting in an account. So let's say um, uh, your, your, your father passes away. So let's back up a little bit. So transfers between spouses. So if I passed away and, and my wife wanted it was left to my wife. She has some options. She could just put it in her own IRA. She could leave it in my IRA and just take it out as, you know, required minimum distribution wise, or she can take a check and then has 60 days to roll it over into her IRA. So the spouse has better tax rights than a non-spouse. So here's sure. a situation. So here's the situation. So we've had this happen a, a couple times. Uh, people came to us after they did the transaction, unfortunately. So the first one is I call our um, uh, inherited IRA story, and it's a true story. So the daughter comes in. Dad died. Dad had an IRA. So by the time she comes in to do her tax return, I said, well, what happened to your – you said your dad had an IRA. What happened to the IRA? She says, well, I – I took a check for half of it. My brother took a check for half of it. And we put it in IRAs. I'm like, well, you can't do that. She goes, yeah, we, yeah, we rolled them over in IRAs. And I'm like, I understand what you did, but for, for tax purposes, you can't do that. Right. She says, well, what do you mean? I thought I had 60 days. I'm like, you don't have, you have six in the rules they should fix the rules. Right. Because most people hear the 60 day rollover rule, figure they have 60 days and they're like, oh, but those are, that's only for spouses. What's the difference, right? But so the way the rules are right now is she's not a spouse, right? She's the daughter. So she can't, right. she doesn't have the 60 day rollover rule. So it's immediately taxable. And so we went back to the custodians and tried to undo this transaction because it was like, it was an $80,000 mistake. Between her, her and her brother, they owed $80,000 to the IRS. So I uh, so I went back to um, the first custodian, which um, I'm going to yeah well I don't know I'm not sure I should use their name but so the first custodian said uh, I said well look you're Mr. Huge custodian a national custodian you know the likes of a Fidelity a Schwab you know the the big guys right yep, yep. and I said look you know these rules. You're not supposed to give them the check directly. You have to set up something called an inherited IRA. So if it's not a spouse, if it's not a spouse, like if I left you my IRA, Tony, you can't just put it in your own IRA. You have to keep it separate from your IRA. You have to do something. It's a special account called inherited IRA. Hmm. So it would like, I didn't know that. I thought you could roll it over. So for instance, if you inherited it from me, you're not my spouse. So it, it would say, uh, Chris Anselmo's IRA for the benefit of Tony Shore. Yeah. So that would be the title to your account. So they know that one's separate from your IRAs because then you have different distribution requirements on that account versus your own account. Because your own account, you could wait till you're 70 and a half. This account would be different. It'd be depending on various factors. But so you got to keep them separate. So, so we went back to the first custodian and said, look, you know these rules. I'm like, well, why did you send in the money? And what do you think they said? I have no idea what they would say. They said because they asked. Exactly. They said, well, look, they told us <laughs> to send them the money. Show me the money. So I said, well, look, you, but you know, these, they said, look, we don't do their taxes. 
they they filled out the form. They said, "Give us this check." We gave them the check. Oh, done, right? Wow. So we went to the so we not went, looking out for the not looking out for their client's best well, interest in you know, that case. Well, in, in in their case too, they're like, "Look, we're not tax guys. We're just we just hold the money. You want the money? You, you go talk to your accountant. Or you go, you know, we don't do taxes. So you said send us the money. What are we going to say? No. So anyhow." So wow. we went. So we went to the new custodian, which was another major custodian, and we said, "Hey, look, you know these rules. These these deposits should be coming from another custodian, not from the client directly. Don't when you get checks and don't you have like checks and balances to, uh, you know, so this wouldn't happen." So the mm-hmm. new custodian says, "Do you know how many checks we get in a day? You want us to f- figure out where all the checks came from? Are you out of your mind?" And by the way, we don't do their taxes, so lo and behold, we we couldn't undo, we couldn't undo undo the transaction, and they owed eighty grand. So wow! Now that's not even the bad IRA store. So our horrible IRA. That's that's not even the worst one. No, the the, the worst <laughs> the worst one is. Um, God, this is probably fifteen years ago, but um, so you just. But I want to <clears throat> before you get into the worst one, I want to illustrate to anyone out there listening to this podcast. That that story you just told illustrates exactly why you have to, before you do anything like that, work with a financial advisor who's a fiduciary and a tax professional who can look out for your best interests. You have to consult with them first. Um, and I'm not going to name names, Christopher Anselmo. But, <laughs> but you could call but, us, uh, right? Yeah, they could just call you to make sure they don't ever make an $80,000 mistake. So what's worse than that? Worse than that is um, there's some rules about inheriting IRAs. So other than the transfer ones we just talked about. So a young kid came in our office, and this is 15 years ago or so. He was probably about 26, 27 at the time. Mm-hmm. Young he, compared to you and I. <clears throat> yeah. So he found out through the unclaimed funds that uh, his, he was estranged from his father, by the way. So from the unclaimed funds that uh, there was an IRA with his, his Dad left him an IRA. His dad had passed away. He didn't know about it. It's it's about six years later, and he found out about it. So it was a two hundred thousand dollar IRA. So you know, Jimmy, that's a that's a really nice IRA, and I'm glad it's you found the money. So you know now, so he found this back in July, and uh, so now it's like March, the next year, right? We're ready to do his tax return, and and he's a new client, so we never even met him before. So I said, uh, you know, Jimmy, um, have a seat. So he goes, what? I'm like, just, you need to sit down. So he, so he sits down. I said, well, I got some bad news for you. The bad news is inherited IRAs. You either have to do what we just talked about, create this inherited IRA account, right? Or you have to take out the money within five years. Now that he didn't even know about it, right? It's year six. He's like, well, I didn't even know about it. I'm like, I know you didn't know about it. And, but the IRS doesn't care that you weren't talking to your dad all those years, right? You're straight. That's not their problem. So he says, well, what's the issue? I said, the issue is one, you got, you got to pay tax on it, right? So $200,000 IRA figure between federal and state back then is probably 40%. So I'm like, you, uh, you owe $80,000 in taxes, right? 40% of uh, 200, right? And I said, hold on, you're still sitting down, right? He goes, yeah. He says, I said, there's going to be a penalty. He goes, a penalty for what? 
the penalty is you didn't either roll it over correctly and you didn't take it out within five years of your dad's death. Tony, guess what the penalty would be? Is it that 50% penalty I've heard? 50. So you listeners, Tony didn't say 1-5. He said 5-0. 50%. So 50% of $200,000 is $100,000 plus the tax. So he was $180,000 of this $200,000. Now, this is February. The 27-year-old got the 200000 last July. Do you think there's still hundred eighty grand laying around? No. No. He's never going to pay it off. Impossible. I mean, and he's like, well, what about, I didn't know. I'm like, I know you didn't know, but you should ask, right? Yeah. And there's really nothing he could have done at that point because he, it was six years after his dad died, right? So it's just, it's just horrible. So, so we, you know, this is this was one of the defining moments in our firm years ago. I said, look, how did this happen? So we went back, said, let's look at all the people who touched the money. Go back to, mm-hmm. to the bank. Look, the guy who sold him the, the CD IRA at the bank's long gone, so he didn't do anything wrong. Go back to the, uh, the CPA who did dad's tax return. And he said, well, look, dad was 50-some years old. Unless he's taking money out of an IRA, how am I supposed to know he has an IRA? I don't do his financial work. So unless there's a 1099 that says he took money out of, say, Fidelity, I don't know anything about it. Mm. Okay, So he's off the hook. So we went back to the probate attorney. And the probate attorney says, look, IRAs don't go through probate. I, I know nothing about it. So all these professionals touch the money. The kid's out 180 grand. He's, he's going to be out more because he's never going to be able to pay it off. So... So we said, look, we can't let this happen to clients. So that was one reason we built this one-stop shop. It was like, look, if the left hand knows what the right hand is doing, if, if we're the investment advisor, if, if we're the, the CPA and we're doing their tax returns and all of this isn't going to happen at our firm. So, so those, uh, you know, those are just two high, horrible IRA stories that uh, you just got to do it right because it's just too penal, right? So Yeah, yeah. Well, that 50% penalty plus paying the tax, yeah, that's outrageous. 50% is not enough. I mean, 40% of the tax is not enough. You got to get another 50%. And, and the worst part about it is like, so let's say you pay the 50% penalty. So there's 200000 you pay $100,000 in uh, taxes. Do you think they tax you, the income tax would tax you on the 100 that's left? No, they tax you on the whole 200. <laughs> so so it's just, it's, yeah, it's just, but you know, it's not, look, the IRS is saying, look, it's not our fault. These rules have been out there forever. You need to follow the rules, right? So, but the rules are too complicated. So they're you know, too complicated, and they constantly change too. Sometimes, and, you know, and so. there and there's different rules for different types of plans, right? You have four hundred one k plans. You have, you know, for self-employed people, they have a self-employment IRA, SEP IRAs, and then you have the key. Well, the plans inherited and, inherited IRA. I didn't know that was a separate thing. Yeah. So there's just there's just way too many rules. I think I wish they would just get down to the thing. Say, look, everybody could put twenty percent away. Or whatever the number is, just I mean, there's like 20 different types of, you know, IRA type of plans out there. You got Keo plans, you got set plans, you got uh, simple plans. You got I mean, why is there so many different plans? And then the hang up for smaller businesses are, you know, if you want to start putting enough money away for the the employer, you know, there's a, there's a lot of rules that look, you got to you got to put money away for the employees, right? So you can't just right. 
do it for what's called the highly compensated and not not do it for the rank and file. So the bad, good and bad news is if someone does it, then they do help have to do it for the rank and file. But the bad news is, is that the self-employed person, when he sees those rules, he ends up saying, hell with it. I'm not doing it for myself either, because if I need to put 50 grand away, in order for me to put 50 grand away in my plan, I got to give $30,000 to the employees. It's like, well, what, you know, it cost me $80,000 to put $50,000 away. It just, you know, it just doesn't. So no, it ends up the work. smaller plans don't happen and the people working for small employers don't get a plan. Right. So it would be much easier if, you know, Congress would just get together and say, look, 15, whatever the numbers, 10 percent, 15 percent. So if you make 100 grand, you could put $20,000 away. If you make 50 grand, you could put 10,000. Whatever the number is, just make it the same for everybody. So, yeah, but that would be uh, that would be too easy. And then, you know, the Roths that would be too easy yeah. so for the, the IRS and Congress. Yes. Yeah, right? I mean, if you just and then there's different rules about exceptions to like the penalties. So, you know, like there's our rules that you can take out, say, for an IRA, you could take ten thousand dollars out, even if you're before fifty nine and a half, if you're using to buy a house. Right. But they don't have the same rule on the 401k plan. I mean, look, it's all retirement money. What What is it? I mean, so it's you, all tax deferred. It's uh, these are tax deferred retirement accounts. An IRA and a 401k should basically be the same thing. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not. And so all the different the, the exceptions are different. The penalties are different. It's just it's just ridiculous. But it is what it is. So because it's so ridiculous, you need someone like us to figure it out, right? So So call us and if you if you're especially if you're ready to retire and you want to know how to do this the right way. And then we, you know, we go into whether or not you should be doing a Roth IRA. So for listeners out there, um, so that your traditional IRA or any traditional retirement plan, you know, Tony, basically the theory is look, I'm gonna Put money away into. Let's say you make a hundred grand, and you're going to put. Tw- you can't do this, but say you put twenty grand into the retirement plan, so you're netting eighty. So you're not paying tax on the twenty while you're working. You're going to pay tax. The theory is you're going to put this money away when you're working, and you're you're supposed to be in your highest tax bracket. Then when you retire and you pull it out of out of these funds, you, hopefully you'll be in a lower bracket and you'll pay less tax overall. Plus the fact that the money that you put away since you didn't have to deplete it with taxes, will help will grow faster. There's more to right? grow. Right. So, so the, you know, that, so the long came a, a, a concept called a Roth IRA, which was um, uh, named after the Senator who helped create it. So the yep. Roth IRA is kind of the opposite of an IRA. So the Roth IRA says, look, hey, Tony, we're not going to give you the deduction today. So if you want to put in, five thousand dollars in your this Roth IRA today while you're working you're not going to get a deduction so you're going to pay the five thousand now and you're like wow that kind of stinks because you're going to pay the taxes on the, the 5, tax 000. on the five thousand dollars now but the deal is as long as you hold it for five years and you take it out after 59 and a half it's tax-free so whatever that's going to grow tax-free and even the growth Right. Uh, is not taxed, so. Right? So if that five thousand dollars, you were lucky and you put it in Microsoft many many years ago, now it's worth five hundred thousand dollars. It's all tax free. Yeah, when you pull it out, which is when you really need it, 
And a lot of people, when they start pulling this money out, you know, they might ha- they they're in retirement, so it's a f- somewhat fixed income, right. no matter how much or little you have. Uh, you know, you don't have an infinity, so you you probably uh, need more money at that point. You need as much of it as possible, right. and to not have to pay taxes on it or the growth, uh, that's really a huge benefit. That's why I think uh, Roth IRAs always sound better to me if you're young enough. Right. So if you're 60, 65, it, you don't, there's not a lot of time for all that to, to happen for you. But if you're right. 20 or 30, like my son, when he got his uh, new job, I said, hey, uh, Gino, see if they have a Roth 401k. Because then, look, you're, 20, you're, you're 21 years old. Right. So you got all this time for it to grow tax free. Um, and, and the other thing with Roth IRAs that people don't realize is that there's no required minimum distributions because you already mm-hmm. paid your tax. So yeah. they don't force you to take the money out and it's inheritable. So the next year you leave it to your spouse or the kids, they don't have to pay tax on it either. Nice. So, um, but people, but it's always, not for everybody. And yeah, it has it's not limitations. For people love to have that tax deduction now on making the most money. But, um, and for a lot of us, it didn't, you know, it, it hasn't been around forever. You know, regular IRAs came out first, but, uh, but, you know, maybe you do a little bit of both if you can. So, yeah. Um, well, that's fantastic. You know, we're almost out of time. Really. Why don't you let our listeners know uh, how they can get a hold of you once more real quick? So you can either look at our website, uh, www.brooksidetax.com, or feel free to call our office at 440-886-3550. So boy, we just touched the grazed the surface on this whole retirement plan. Yeah, there's just so many. It's just... Well, yeah. You just you just got to get with a, a professional. Like a lot of tax guys don't know the IRA rules. A lot of the IRA, all the financial professionals don't know the tax rules. So hopefully, uh, you'll use a firm like ours where we know both, so you won't yeah. have any problems. And and you'll give that initial consultation at no cost oh, yeah. for our listeners out there. Sure. So call in, set up a complimentary consultation. There's no cost or obligation. Uh, so that's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, do that to see where you're at. Make sure you're not making any mistakes. But great show today, Chris, and uh, really a good topic. IRAs, 401ks. Uh, it seems like we've all got one or the other or both. Uh, so I think this has been a really good topic. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Road to Retirement with our host, Christopher Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.